Death Watch. Welcome back to Cradle of the World, a Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 campaign by Death Watch Productions. I'm Brandon, the Dungeon Master. And last time we had a battle where Gra Graham and um, Fenrith had met some approaching uh, goblins and humans on the beach, and Fenrith and Rohan had engaged an airship uh, over the beach, flying over the beach, and the uh, the group that approached on foot had a flag of truce, and they implored um, Fenrith and Graham to surrender, but Fenrith and Graham refused to surrender, and so a uh, battle took place. And the heroes were largely successful in this battle, and um, it, it was coming to a close at the end of the session. Basically, what happened is the ship, the airship, had already taken some damage, and as the fight went on, that damage spread, and finally the the people on the ship abandoned it. So we'll talk about that for a second to remind everyone that um, <clears throat> as that ship was listing and they could see smoke and fire coming from it, uh, Rohan, who was quite close to it, saw the bottom of the ship open um, and lifeboats started coming out of it. By the end of the session, two of them had streaked out of it and fled inland filled with people. And uh, from his vantage point, he can see that there are more, two more coming from the blackness inside there. Uh, on the back of it, the bottom had opened as well, and Casimir saw a similar opening there, and this uh, serpentine construct had uh, fallen out of the ocean, or out of it into the ocean. And the uh, noteworthy thing about that particular construct was that as it exited that space, it became clear to Casimir that it was too big to have fit there. So there's something odd going on there. On deck, there was the captain with his magnificent hat and um, some other humans who had gathered around the captain and simply disappeared. And the heavy constructs on deck had simply walked off and dropped into the ocean. And so that's where that ended for those two heroes. Now with Fenrith and Graham, uh, they'd had a battle with multiple goblins, a couple humans, and a couple of large constructs, heavy constructs. And um, the one of them had uh, cast a spell producing a wall of gears behind uh, the heroes. But the battle went on, and eventually the uh, those enemies uh, retreated as well. The goblins were all slain. And so that's where we'll pick back up. But first, we'll introduce our heroes, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, Hero of the Rock. I don't have anything quirky to say this week. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, it was going to be something like <laughs> I, I prepared to fight ghosts, so I have oh, to right. make some, but that would have been for last week. <laughs> uh, I'm so ashamed. <laughs> well, I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, the Hero of the Sea, and let's... As a longtime Shadowrun player and game master, I'm surprised I forgot Geek the Mage first, which I'm now doing, but he survived my sneak attack somehow. 
So we're probably done, at least Fenrith and I. So prepare <laughs> no, our funerals, guys. Nah, Fenrith will be just fine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just walk through his, uh, his twirling blades. <laughs> I'm Rohan, Hero of the Sky, who drastically underestimated the amount of damage that those things could pump into my rock. And Tempest <laughs> is probably very pissed off at me right now. That's right. You're the, the troll in a stuffer shack uh parking lot mm-hmm. <laughs> yep i'm john playing fenrith hero of the flame and i am surprised that graham forgot to geek the mage as well <laughs> <laughs> thought your wisdom increased graham <laughs> okay so um first we'll go to uh graham and fenrith and graham and fenrith fenrith is doing his divine strength, divine power, um, grown large, and he's got two uh, of these heavy constructs on him. And then, Graham, you had uh, struck a critical blow against that mage, and but then watched as some magical effect stitched him back together right after you did that damage. He's clearly not doing well but he's still alive. And then Casimir, um, you were, let me pull this up here. So you were on the, uh, you're behind that ship and you had seen, uh, you know, all the people on deck disappear and the constructs walk off of it. And there's still that opening on the back of it. And as you look, another one of those serpentine constructs slithers out of it and falls to the ocean below. Um, so so now it's your turn, Casimir. All right. Um, is our water like clear enough uh, here where I can kind of keep tabs on those serpent submarines or wherever they are? No, um, not at this section. Okay. Um, you're actually not very far from the beach, but there is a like a a section that drops off quite all right precipitously. Um, so. I guess I'll kind of circle the area. Okay. Uh, maybe if I can signal Rohan with mirror or whatnot that some enemies dropped into the ocean, I'm just keep a keep an eye out for them. Okay. So uh, you start circling. Do a spot check for me and for um, Riven as well. Was it plus two for uh, those goggles we wear when we are on the birds, or was it four? I forget. Mm, two. A question. Think. I'll take anything I can get. <laughs> All right. So there's mine. Uh, what is it? Uh, trying to find where I put Riven real quick. Here I can. Uh, let's see. Riven. Did that work? Nope. Try that. Uh, where? Uh, not Nothing like popped up for me. There we go. Mm, what do we got here? Just for time's sake. I'll keep looking at that here in a second. So there's Rivens. Okay. All right. So you're um, taking a wide circle around. Um, now, black smoke is just billowing out of this um, airship into the sky. And uh, you're looking down at the water. And a, a great deal of it this close to the beach is crystal clear. And you can see um, the ground and, uh, you know, the sand and the coral and all that. But right about the the center portion of that beach, um, 
about 20 feet out, there's this massive black, you know, hole where the, uh, the ground drops off. It's very deep and that stretches out further into the ocean. So, um, but you are able to spot, um, the tail end of one of those serpentine constructs disappearing into the blackness in that, in that area. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, bring us to, all right, so back to the battle with Graham and Fenrith. So Fenrith, you've got these um, constructs here, and uh, this one will take, will punch you. Yeah, so it'll take two punches at you, Fenrith. Um, Yeah, so he swings both of his hands at you, but you're able to block him with your shield, so no damage there. And then... um, Graham, this uh, this human that you were facing is clearly on death's doorstep, um, but he takes a step back and he casts a spell, and he shouts. Um, <clears throat> before he does, he shouts out, um, "Retreat!" at the top of his lungs, and he casts a spell. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave Fenris and I here with me trying to steal his sword. <laughs> oh yeah that's right if is Fenrith big right now you just put his hand on your head and... <laughs> right. I'm going to see if I have enough presence of mind to try to negotiate it out before I accost them but it didn't seem like that's what the spell sounded like Yeah, as anybody that came near me and that I thought might want the sword I would attack yeah so he uh, he casts a spell and disappears and then Fenrith, that brings us to you. <clears throat> All right. Um, changes things here. All right. I'm going to try and and grapple this uh, law enforcer one. Okay. All right. Do you have improved grapple? No. Okay. So it will um, take its attack of opportunity against you. That misses. All right, now pose grapple. So that's yours. Get his. So it wins the grapple. So you're not able to uh, initiate okay. with your first attack there. All right. And am I still able to cast a spell? Mm-hmm. No. No, you could do another attack or you could do a move. All right. Those all uh, just move to over here. All free action, activate haste boots, move it over here. Okay, one second here. All right, do they have feet? No. Okay, <clears throat> so you move over there, past him, <clears throat> and come over to this spot here. Anything else for your turn? No, nope, that should be it. Haste on you here. Okay, and then uh, bring him. So yeah, I mean it's it's hard for either of you to see, but that. Uh, second in command with the rifle who was way up here to the north um he disappears he darts off into the distance heading inland and now rohan <clears throat> so rohan you had uh you know as the lifeboats had come out you'd fired at a couple of people in them and then the lifeboats had zipped off at ridiculous speed into the yeah. in- inland and now you see another Two more come out as well. Okay. So before my turn? Yeah, like now. So they're already gone? No, no, no. They're 
they're coming out as your turn starts. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to, um, what was it? The wing over that allows you to flip around mm-hmm. and come back to there. And then I'm going to use the, um, where is it? The gust of wind up into the hold. So as they're coming out, I'm going to try and blow them back into the hold. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Gust of wind. Let's look that up here. Uh, it creates this severe blast of air, approximately 50 miles an hour, that originates from you, affecting all creatures in its path. See, a line-shaped gust of severe wind. Yeah. Emanating out from you to the extreme range, the extreme of the range, which is 60 feet. Yeah, I think I'm in range. All right, so 50 miles per hour, tiny or small, knocked down and rolled. Um, Unless they're flying and then they're like flung backwards. Yeah, small creatures. Medium are unable to move forward against the force of the wind. Unless they're flying and then they get thrown back. Back. And large or larger may move normally. Okay. So yeah, see if I can throw some creatures out of the boats or overturn the boats or just mm-hmm. push the boats back into the, the inferno that's inside the All right. the ship. So this is negated by a fortitude? Yeah, fortitude 12. Okay. So this one, these two show, you know, come out of that darkness of the hold there, and they're also full of, um, well, one of them's full of humans, the other's full of goblins. And uh, you cast this, and so when you know, jets towards them there. And let me do a, I failed my own fort <laughs> by accidentally targeting well, at myself. At least you got it out of the way. Yeah. Of course, if you're rolling like me, you'll have a few more of those in your future. Yeah. They do seem to come in clusters. Actually, I don't even think I see John rolling that well. This dice roller's really cracked the code. <laughs> True RNG. <laughs> Man, I think I did get like a double or a triple critical one time, but it was overkill on an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Like the one hit would have done the job. Yeah. Oh, I seem to vaguely remember one time when I said, if you get another 20, then you instant kill something. <laughs> yeah. And it happened. <laughs> I think that is an optional rule, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But it was on like something that should have challenged the entire party. And <laughs> yeah, it was like right. one shot at it. <laughs> All right, so um, the the lifeboat that um, that you targeted with this is full of goblins, and they've got their their rifles, and you can see that um, there's plenty of space on this lifeboat. These goblins are small, but there's a lot of like chests in the bottom of the lifeboat, and this gust of wind hits it, and um, so you can see twelve goblins on there, and nine of them fly off uh, of the boat. Of the lifeboat. Nice. And a couple of them, like, hit the the airship, but they, all of them, fall into the water. The remaining three hanging on for dear life, and the lifeboat zips away with the other one full human. Okay. But you do see nine of these goblins fall to the water below. All right. Yeah, that's, that's my turn. Okay. All right. And then... Oh, um, and then... Casimir, from your vantage point, you also see um, the two heavy constructs that had walked off of the ship 
you can see they've you know they they each landed on the other side on either side of this canyon this underwater canyon okay and you watch them walk into it and sink into the deep all right it's like we get to tie some rocks to graham (laughs) water breathing is a pretty low level spell right i think so uh i know john had it uh that's how we went pearl diving getting a bit of slowdown in our program here yeah all right let's see is it what's the casting on it you uh, touch, touch. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess Two technically I level. could cast it on everybody, right? Because it's unlimited use out of my signet ring. Oh. All right. Um, uh, okay, Graham Fenrith, back to you. So, um, you know that may that human had shouted retreat and then disappeared after casting a spell. And Fenrith, you had moved away from these heavy constructs, and uh, this first one here, that's now closest to you. Um, is no longer paying attention to you and it turns inland and uh, it takes off at um, a higher speed than you would have thought possible. And it goes tearing off this way Um, uh, past that wall. You can hear the sound of all those gears chunking and thunking as it runs through the wall, but then it um, disappears into the tree line. And then, Graham, that brings us to you. Okay, so I'll spend my standard action to do total defense, and I'll move up behind Fenrith for soft cover again. (laughs) Well, Fenrith, should we go after them? I know that they'll uh, end up coming back, I'm sure, but we've made our point for now. Okay. But I still stand at the ready because I'm in total defense. Okay. That's it for me. All right. And then Casimir, um, you're not seeing any more come out of the back there. As a matter of fact, you're start in that darkness now. You can see fire from inside the ship. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, just nope. do another spot for me. You want Riven too? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So um, you both of you, like like Riven alerts you, and but. You both happen to see it at the same time um, from where you are uh, looking back towards the village. You you turn your head just in time to spot. Um, well, first things first, what draws your attention is you're out over the ocean there by the beach and you're facing this airship, which was going in a easterly direction. So behind you, um, you happen to turn and spot an explosion way back still over the ocean but um but behind you hmm. and um let me get the yeah so where you are you look behind you then to the west you would see uh the water and there's no more beach because this is this is the section where the water goes right up to the the rock okay just past where the home of the heroes is situated up on that cliff and um you see an explosion back there and you catch it just in time to see, you know, wood and metal falling into the ocean. But also, more importantly, you both see two of these lifeboats streaking over the hill, the the rocky cliffs, directly um, 
toward the village. All right. Like, uh, it looks to you that that they'll come to a landing somewhere in the village. Okay. So I'll uh, signal Rohan something real simple, like uh, more incoming or something like that, uh, and then village, and I'll start flying that way. Okay. All right. And then back with you guys, this other construct also takes off through the wall and um you know at a much faster than you would think something like this should be able to move and it disappears into the tree line and then graham and fenrith all you guys do a listen i heard a cat <laughs> <laughs> you guys actually haven't seen omen in a while oh yeah Ooh, fenrith roll a net 20 and Graham rolled an unnet 20. Uh-oh. <laughs> rolled a five. All right. So for both of you, you hear um, loud crashing and cracking. That's definitely the sound of breaking trees coming from the village. Where you are, it's a you know a pretty good uh, steep path up to the level where the village is. But you can hear that, uh, the sound of trees snapping and breaking. And a loud crashing uh, back in the village. And uh, Fenrith, it's your turn. All right. So I'm going to uh, take hold of Graham's hand. And as long as he is willing, we will uh, I'll cast Word of Recall. Teleport back to the uh, hero house. Graham, would you like to take an you attack of opportunity? I was already Roll holding your, your hand. Saving <laughs> throw. <laughs> I have your hand in my left hand and your sword in my right hand. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and my okay. dagger's in your back. All right. So with this spell, you both, uh, you get this um, odd sensation as uh, the world seems to spaghettify. And then you, um, then blackness, and then you find yourself in the home of the hero. Where did you set your word of recall to? Uh, just in the the main living area there, the figure that's big enough for everybody. All right. Um, Gateway into the butler. <laughs> all right. Give me a second here. It's like Doom style portal. Uh huh. Pops them. I mean, that kind of is how teleporting works in D and D, right? You teleport yourself into a mountain. And you <laughs> shunt through a yeah. hundred feet of rock. All right. So Graham and Fenrith, you get to be the first to see um, the model of the home of the heroes that I made. So let me put... Excited. That means that we were here first. Let's choose new rooms. Now I realized that I had been sleeping in a space underneath the stairwell. Mm. You're Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's a problem with me though. I always was trying to find the smallest place to play my video games because it becomes less complicated to block out outside interference. I wanted a closet, like a long closet, put my TV at one end, and I could sit back and I slide the door closed, <laughs> just be in the closet. I had a cousin whose bedroom was a, basically a closet under the stairs because really? his parents <laughs> had like six or seven kids. And so he got the. Yeah, and that he that was his only way for him to get his own room. Was to, and it was just wide enough for his bed. All right. So Graham and Fenrith, you pop into the main living space of the home of the heroes there. 
And uh, I haven't turned on like the global light, the walls and stuff. Oh. So <clears throat> you can see the whole thing, but that's not going to break anything. So. looks a lot nicer than I thought. Especially good, after man. all the death. Um, <laughs> Those couches used that. to be beige. I think. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, there you find Rohan yourself. Or... And that's your turn. And then he's gone. Well. Someone left a scroll sitting on the couch. Yeah. And uh, that'll bring us to you, Rohan. And so you had cast that. And then um, those two lifeboats zipped off. <clears throat> two more now come out. Okay. Um I'm going to try and stay underneath where they are, but track them. I know I can't go as fast as they can, but... Yeah. Okay. But I'll start following, and I will use my um, one cure... I think it's a cure moderate wound on my rock. All right. Is there enough blood in the House of Heroes that triggers your vision? The place has a pulse now. <laughs> There's an artery running right here. Oh, man. There's some... Uh, or for uh, Graham to realize that he's living inside. <laughs> the house is alive, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I did my whopping 14 points of healing to Tempest. and Nice. <clears throat> did it? Roughly 8% of the damage that he had taken. Okay. It basically took AA fire. Like a All right. Barrage. So, uh, Rohan, you see these two come out, and um, you're staying below them, and they also jet off inland um, over what would have in the olden days been the the plain section, but now is taken by a forest. They head in that direction. Okay. And they streak over where Graham and Fenrith used to be. And, um, and you also, now you're lower, so yeah, you don't. So um, Casimir had said the village to you, yeah. sign language did at you. I'll sign back um, troops in forest. Okay. All right. So, uh, Graham, you find yourself in the home of the heroes there. And uh, what would you like to do? Well, I'll look at Fenris. <clears throat> I'll unclasp my hand from his. And I'll ask him, well, Fenris, what should we do next? I think we should, think we should go uh, get on the rocks and make sure that there aren't any more uh, around the town. Okay. And possibly link up with uh, Rohan and uh, Casimir. All right, I'm right behind you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Are you going to wait for him to go? Because it's your move. Yeah. I mean, I'll delay my turn. Okay. Rogues can't lead. Casimir, your turn. All right. Uh, so I was heading back towards the village. Mm -hmm. So I'll, if I. Yeah. So in, uh, in one turn. You, um, you find yourself over top of the home of the heroes now. Okay, so I'll keep going then. And from here, you can, um, you know, the the trees are very thick. There's not a lot of places to land. Certainly none in the village, unless you land like on top of the, like the council hall, or you could land in that clearing if nobody's in it. But that from there, you can see like uh, smoke, and you can hear the sound of those. Rifles. Okay. Uh, Fenrith. All right. So I will start making my way out of the house. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you get outside, and um, as soon as you get outside, you can hear that the sound of those rifles and some screaming from the 
village. They're attacking the village. Graham, let's hurry. Yeah, so you hear that. You hear him say that, Graham, and you're right behind him. So it'll take you guys three turns to get to the village. I'm going to get some sort of enchantment for these birds that give them a dragon sphere. All right, Rohan. So you are, let's see, you can't be there because that's not a square. Old spell filter here. All right, so you're there, and that is 60 feet away. You permanent. 55 feet away. So Rohan, as your turn starts, this, uh, um, this airship somehow had been staying in place, and now it starts falling and then it explodes a massive fireball sends shrapnel in all directions um so both you and riven will do a reflex save or i mean tempest will do a reflex save okay do you have tempest character sheet do i need to re um i can double click on there we go she could make it wear symbols of fear and then whoever looks at them <laughs> right <laughs> and did I need to make it as well? You s- yeah. Okay. Cosphere. Uh, and you have evasion, right? Yeah. Okay, so Tempest will take 10 damage from this blast wave. Okay. And you'll take none damage. Uh, but then the that airship falls into the water below in a twisting, burning pile of wreckage. Okay. But it's your turn. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll follow after those boats and start gaining some height to try and track where they land. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you start gaining elevation and flying inland. Um, that'll be you. And then, Casimir, you can make it to the village this turn. Okay. Um, and so, as you approach, you see that's what's taking place. There's there's two crashed uh, lifeboats. One has crashed into the roof of the blacksmith shop, and the other one has crashed um, in the village center, kind of close to the well. And you can see a bunch of uh, goblins uh, with those rifles firing wildly at uh, villagers that are running for cover. All right. So um, let me give you this. This better stop happening. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I can give you a map. If you want, we can stick with the sky map. Yeah. And uh, you can just put tokens up the about appropriate We're going to have to because I, I might have deleted it. <laughs> Cradles no more. So we are heroes without a home. <laughs> well, no, they're in the home map. There's just nothing around it anymore. Oh, <laughs> we're heroes without a town. Yeah. What, what is, what does a hero protect, right? Like, like a word, right? Like civilian would be used maybe in like a modern yeah. comic. What's the old? What was the old chivalry wording? It wasn't the weak. It was the helpless. Hmm. The downtrodden. Downtrodden. I think some of the villagers they might not them. like. <laughs> right. That's calling them weak. Well, you're weak. So. Well, especially the way like uh, was it? Is it Finrith and Rohan that's always proclaiming themselves heroes all the yeah. time? So don't worry, you helpless, weak, downtrodden peasants. <laughs> I, Rohan, the hero of the sky, will protect you. I, I guess in their defense, the villagers put that title on us. It's their, you know, they they should have thought. Okay, so permanency, symbol of fear, and just put it on the lower end of it. 
Okay. So we wouldn't have a problem with it. Maybe like the harness, the bottom of the harness type. And thing. if it's the look one, you can have it covered. And I mean, we could have some mechanism to unleash the fear, right? But we'd have to be at 60 feet over. don't want to cover it when we fly. I want to terrorize <laughs> the villagers, if I'm being honest. <laughs> terrorize each other whenever we... <laughs> well, it's like uh, Skyrim. If you If the villagers don't have like the mod to be scared of the dragons, they yeah. just stand there and they get <laughs> slaughtered. They need to be inside. It's for their own good. Those weak, downtrodden fools. I mean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I must have deleted it. All right. Um, so anyways, you're you're over and I can give, um, well, this will kind of work. Um, Is there an HD limit? No, I was clearing some stuff out to speed up because I realized I had so much data in here. Yeah. And I must have just... Um, accidentally did that one so. yeah and it happens real quick with some of those images yeah. real big maps like i was trying to figure out how i do some of those battle tech maps mm. uh because like they want like four of them and yeah. I, I was just going to make a separate <laughs> yeah I, I stitched one together and rolled 20 one time but yeah it was when you get them too big it really bogs down roll 20 yeah so i was just going to have like northeast southwest right. and center or something like that and put you on whichever one plus i want like uh, four map artillery too mm -hmm. so i think that's just a icon <laughs> well you know moving moving the players uh it does kind of suck you can only have them on the one page you can't split them up but um, moving them is really easy you, you can i uh -huh. believe so yeah i think you drag their icon to the map you want hmm. them on and i i think you can't cool. split them i thought i only had the one thing i'm not too positive on that because like the sandbox where you're creating character sheets doesn't have full functionality right so all right. So let me just give you this as a visual representation here. All right. And, uh, and I'll just mark the air, basic area they're in. I'll put you on there. That'll be an idea. All right. You see that? Yep. All right. So Council Hall, that area is um, where we're talking about. Okay. So um, <clears throat> you're talking this area and then, right. you know, blacksmith. This is like the well here, this thing in the center. And then. Uh, blacksmith shop is here so there's some goblins and the others are like on the ground over here and they're firing wildly at people so um yeah so you can see that uh there are a couple of unmoving goblins that have been that either died in the crash or some other way and then uh, the rest are like wildly firing these rifles at at uh villagers that are trying to get out of the way trying to duck and cover Village green. All right. Um, I'll fly over to the ones that are out in the open. Um, just trying to figure out which ones the uh the blacksmith. I didn't see any like symbols or markers pop up when you were saying some of that stuff. I see the council hall. Did you see any of the drawing I did? I don't see any of them. Oh, I see. So let me um, maybe just put a marker down. Hmm. Can you see that token? Yeah, right, uh, was that northwest of the council hall? Yeah, that's the blacksmith shop. Okay. And then, um, let's put them on. Here's some goblins. Alrighty. So these are the ones that are on top of the gob the blacksmith. Okay. Um, there's four of them there. <clears throat> and then there's another four over by the well, kind of. Let me get them on you. There you go. So you can see those ones now, too. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so yeah. Alrighty, thirty-five feet, and I, 
How high was the airship? It was like 160 feet in the air? Uh, yeah, it was like 100 feet over the water. 100 feet? Yeah. All right. So I'll uh, begin flying. Uh, You'd be like 40 feet above that that area. Okay. So yeah, I'll move on up, and uh, then Riven will dive and attempt to attack, uh, what is that, Goblin Rifleman? Is that one? Uh, three, three, three or two. Yeah. Cause actually if you're just using, do you want me to put Riven on the map? Uh, yeah, sure. That'll be better. Cause Riven's big. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so let me move you so we don't, you don't get lost. Keep you to the side here. So, you can, so anyway, there you go. And she will uh, attack with one of her talons. Okay. Is that, uh, just one? I think so. Yeah. All right. So. On Goblin 3? Yeah. Yeah, so hit. All right, and then what is it? Uh, improve Grapple for the Snatch, right? Yeah, Snatch. Or does she deal damage first? I forget. Uh. Yeah, she, she, um, she deals damage first. Okay. And then the grab. So there's her damage. Um, okay, yeah. So she reaches down, snatches this Goblin in her Talon there, which, you know, covers most of his whole chest. And then, um, so then you'll do, um, you know, posed grapple. Okay. There that is. You see, so Riven got a 46 and the goblin got a 17. <laughs> so what that means now is, um, in this case, um, if, if you, the creature gets a hold on a creature, three or more sizes smaller, it squeezes each round for automatic claw damage. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that fits here because that's a small and okay. Riven's gargantuan. Do you want that now or do you want it on the beginning of the next turn? Yeah, next turn. We'll... Okay. And then uh, what is it? I believe we have fly or what is it? Uh, Fling. No, that's not the one. Oh. Uh, the one where we keep going. I, maybe we fly don't. by oh. attack. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, you should have it. Was it? It was thirty, and then I might not be able to keep going. I was forty above, I think you said. Yeah. So you'd come forty. So Seventy. Feet. Well, yeah. you'd come thirty feet, thirty feet down because they're on the roof. Okay. So thirty feet, and then so it, you can take a move action, including a dive, and another standard action at any point during the move. So if you've still got movement, you can keep going. Okay, so I think I got about like 20-ish feet, mm -hmm. so I'll just keep going straight over the house that way. Okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. And then that brings us to you, Fenrith. You and Graham are continuing on towards the village. You Correct. You saw Riven um, fly overhead, the shadow darkening the path that you're running through, um, but you can keep going. And then same for you, Graham. Yep. Okay. I got a couple more rounds. <laughs> okay, roll on. Um, <clears throat> continue gaining altitude and following those boats. Okay. Trying to get a position of where they're landing. Okay. So um, you continue to gain altitude, and they're extremely fast. So they're streaking over the treetops, and um, you know they're getting smaller and smaller to you. But you are able to see. Uh, you're still able to see them, okay. but it seems like they're um, they're either crashing or they're skillfully flying just above the treetops. 
It's hard to tell from this distance, but they are continuing in that northerly direction. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep following them. Okay. All right. And then, um, so yeah, these uh, goblins, uh, you know, they let out a shriek and they all swing their rifles around and start taking shots at uh, Riven. Now it's my turn to find out what Rohan went through. (laughs) Well, it was the uh, chain lightning from the captain that really bit into Riven. And then the uh, laser from the, the automaton. Mm. Those two did like 120 damage or something like that between the two of them. Are you correcting our Ottoman? Well, how do we say it? <laughs> we don't say automaton. Yeah, our pronunciation's wrong. It's because it's... of uh, Grandia right, two yeah. automaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, automaton. There we go. That's tradition, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> I was unaware of that. <laughs> Flying overhead. We even had poems with that in it. See, that's one. I got yelled at by my dad because I kept saying it that way. <laughs> Automaton. All right. So that um, we had verse about John with that <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> so one shot hits. Uh, Just like our conflagration. There you go. Let me. <laughs> uh, we are, we our are Coupe de Grace. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about you correcting conflagration is we corrected you. <laughs> And you let it away. slide because you have a lot of grace sometimes. Take that one away because I <laughs> well, didn't roll the attack roll. Just damage <laughs> there. So Okay, so we'll take that back. It's hard for these guys to miss, but uh, yeah, you never know. So there's a critical threat, critical hit, Ooh. 20 damage. Thanks for pointing that roll 20 thing out to me, Chris. I had, mm. I had an idea that was somewhat hampered another by hit. not being able to split the party like I thought, but yeah. that's cool. And then we'll do 13 damage there. And then this other one, he will. So this one, this last one, he's aiming up and he's, um, you know, he's taking aim and, and when he, but something goes wrong with his, um, cause you hear the, the sound uh, that they make, but, uh, then there's like a pause and then like eight in a row, just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and, uh, and then a loud explosion. And that thing blows up in his hand. Oh, man. So you can see from your vantage point, smoke. Yeah. <laughs> but also, um, you do get, um, you do sort of detect the telltale signs of a magical effect in there. Okay. And that does. What were those? Were they duck bills? The guns that had like four barrels that were always prone mm. to. Uh, there was one where they were kind of. Yeah. Were, weren't they like layered? Yeah, kind of like there's a square pattern. There's like there was a bunch because they were trying to get any sort of more a- ammo capacity. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I think there was one that was kind of like fanned out. That was All good. right. Yeah. So then these um, <laughs> the ones on the roof uh, that mm. that are left on the roof, they'll take some shots as well. All right. Um, let me move target. So that one hits for five damage. How bad are you here, Riven? Yeah, you're. These are accurate, but they they don't really do a whole lot of damage. Yeah, but there's enough of them. Yeah, I mean, what is that? Eight with a potential of I don't know, one to twenty something, depending on if they're critical or not. Yeah. All right, and then that third one there will try to break out of the mm. grapple there, so we'll do an opposed <laughs> grapple. All right. Uh, 
this thing gets a plus three grapple, so you better not, okay. You better <laughs> take it seriously. Yeah, so that doesn't work for it. And then this last one will take its shot for seven damage there. So all this pop, 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 and you can feel the, you know, the impacts of these things hitting the uh, riven underneath you, and some feathers go flying. But um, that brings us to your turn, Kazmir. Okay. Uh, she will do the. Uh... Or is yeah. it the crush? Automatic cloud damage there. Uh, um, so there's 15. Squeezes there. And, uh, I mean, at that, that's just like, you know, popping a little <laughs> tomato and uh, that goblin goes limp in her talon there. And then she'll uh, fling the corpse at one of the groups of hobgoblins. Okay. I don't or know if they'll do anything, goblins. but hopefully they'll maybe scatter, get some... Uh, get spooked or something uh is there a roll that i need to make for that or is it just 1d6 like a thrown weapon to see how close you get that could work i guess well let's see for the um where was it because that's part of snatch as well mm-hmm. uh, oh, it use a standard action to fling it aside okay and a flung creature travels 1d6 times 10 feet so just roll one d six. We'll see how far she flings him. So thirty, and then we'll do the improvised weapon here. So, so yeah, because it will continue to fall. That'll be enough range. Okay, and then we'll see what happens. All right, with the improvised. <laughs> because goblins aren't on our land, like naturally, they're not native here. They're technically an exotic weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. What does that stack the penalty up to? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's, is it minus four for an exotic weapon? Uh, I don't know about improvised. I think it might be the same. Right. Four. All right. So not crafted to be a weapon. Nonetheless can be used in combat, designed for this. So... Yeah, doing a, um, you would just hmm. do a ranged attack with a minus four. Okay. In this case, because the weight's not going to bother. Trying to find where her uh, base attack is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, because she doesn't have a range there. So base attack is plus 17. Okay. And then and minus. Dex is 15, so you don't get a minus. So minus, well, what is that? Minus two then, right? Okay. Because you get two from 15. Minus two. Yeah, so just pick one of those. Which one are you going to throw it at? Uh, It doesn't really matter. Pick of the litter. I'll let you do it. So we'll do number eight then. Their AC is a little too high. All right. It does manage to dodge out of the way. Then <clears throat> she'll go... What is this, wing over 10 feet? I think it improved with our improved flight, didn't it? Oh, it did. Oh. Or maybe not. I guess wing over its own thing. But yeah, 10 feet. So you can okay. change direction once round as a free. Allows it to turn 180 degrees in addition to any other turns it's normally allowed. The change of direction consumes 10 feet of flying. Right. So she'll go uh, 70 feet beyond the blacksmith's house and okay. then wing over and face 180 degrees. So back the way she came. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I guess our turn is is as good as a wing over now yeah like uh i think we don't we can turn in place now are we good or perfect we're good so we do 90 degrees for okay each five feet all right 
And we can, yeah, we can turn in place the same rate. It just costs five feet. So okay, okay. we Fenrith, can travel or not. And yep. Graham, you guys are still going to the village. Yep. All right. So at this point, you guys reach the um, just the edge of the grounds of the council hall, and I'll put you on there. And this map is not exact, so just work with it. But Uh, I want her to be as big as the council hall. (laughs) Let me share it with you. So that puts you about there. So on the other side of the council hall, I mean, you can see them on the map, but your characters can't because you're blocked by the house. But you can hear the sounds of the uh, the rifles over there and um, you can see people running and trying to dive into houses and whatever and you saw Riven and Casimir streak to the north but but that's where you yeah. get at the end of your turn all right yeah I'll just uh I'll call back to Graham while we're or I guess ahead to Graham unless mm-hmm. he's following behind me yeah he's behind he's, you all right, probably wondering why I'm so slow here. Um, but it's, uh, we're we're almost there. Let's hurry, and then Don't continue say the to end slowly plod along. <laughs> okay, because he can't move anymore. It, it made him bigger, but it doesn't make his bones denser. So he's got to he can't run. <laughs> got to be careful. All right, and uh, Rohan. Uh, continue to gain as much altitude as I can um, to try and get a better, you know, vantage point over the the forest to see. Yeah. So at this point, you've reached enough altitude to get a very good picture of the land ahead, and you can see mm-hmm. what used to be the farmland and is now thick forest. Mm-hmm. And you watch those life those little lifeboats disappear. Um, Far to the north, um, just and pa- your estimation just past where the island used to end. Okay, and they disappear into the trees. All right, I'm gonna keep heading that direction. See if I can pinpoint because we're gonna need to send someone out here to to face him. Okay. All right, that's you. All right, so these goblins now they'll start t- taking their shots. Let me get the yeah. So they'll still keep. Sending shots towards Riven. So what is that range? 150, and these have... All right, so you're still one range increment. All right, so more shots coming Riven's way, Casimir. 15 damage there. Gonna go snatch Fenrith or Graham on my next turn, have him (laughs) heal me. 12 there. How is he doing? Oh, 94. Yeah. Yeah, so far so good. Okay. 15 there. Yeah. Uh, so this other group, so this one takes his turn to climb down off of the roof. And so does that one. And that one is dead. And uh, this one also climbs down. Um, and then Casimir, your turn. All righty. So behind you, you, um, you've you lost sight of the, the ones that were on the roof. Okay, so like the one I just marked? Yeah, those three you did you lost sight of them. But right. you can still see five through eight by the well. All right. Let's target uh, number seven and we'll do a repeat. So she'll fly on over and uh, attack him. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. It's a hit. There's the damage and grapple. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't. 
really lose under any circumstances you're against uh, is grapple subject to critical I suppose fail? that's the one the one way you could do it is if you got a one and I did <laughs> they did oh did you yeah okay. and you still got a 42 yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so you're not able to um establish the grapple yeah but you still did damage are you going to continue on uh no i think she'll uh begin hovering okay there or end her flight she doesn't need to start hovering yet i guess okay and then you i'm staying uh yeah I'll, i'm not going to cast any sp- well maybe i can let's let's see here i don't think i have mage armor prepared can't shield her uh can i see any of those because that's like the problem right i don't think i can actually see below her at those uh goblins yeah i guess she would block your vision but from here now you'd be able to see the ones that are down in front of the blacksmith shop all right uh let's see i got a move thing going on i don't know why it's there uh i'll target goblin rifleman one okay and uh i will lob a magic missile at him so let's see if i can cast it all right so percentile goes off uh, do you want a concentration check fighting on Riven? I think that would be one, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, what's your concentration scale? Uh, 14. Are you within 20 feet of the ground? Why? Because um, once you start hovering, if you're within 20 She's feet... She's technically of the... not hovering yet. She ended her movement. I know, but if you start hovering, then it creates a... A oh, dust yeah, storm underneath dust you. Storm, yeah. Oh, cool. That adds concealment. Uh, let's see. Concentration. Let's see. Vigorous motion on a moving mount. That'd be a 10. Okay. Which you can't fail, right? Yeah. So, no. Don't bother with it this time. All if right, it so... were violent motion, then we'll talk. All right. So, I target Rifleman 1. So, there's Tay damage. Mm. Okay. It's still screwing up the damage on that, but yeah, uh, I think it gave it to Riven. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll fix it. She is kind of big. Strikes the uh, rock. <laughs> well, I have her targeted originally because uh, of distance, because that's how I was using her to track distance when I wasn't targeting anything with her. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So the magic missiles strike that goblin rifleman down there on the ground. All right. And that's my turn. Okay. And then Fenrith, your move now. So it's a feat. You know, it's not really a mystical ability. Does that mean they're like giant hummingbirds? That's how fast their wings are going? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That'd be crazy. (laughs) I mean, they've got to move them pretty fast to to hover, you know. (laughs) Well, there are birds of prey that, that hover that don't beat that fast. Yeah. They're just... Like um, just enough to stay aloft. Yeah, basically. I guess if we went up to the perfect, can we take that feat more than one time? I don't know, because that would be one. Because the way that the like hummingbird can dart, you know, in different directions. Yeah, struggle to think of a bird of prey that moves like that. Kestrels. Those are pretty small too. Osprey. I mean, these are all pretty small birds. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. Think we're talking about raptors here. Yeah. Uh, kingfishers. Anyway, um, Fenrith, what do you want to do? Yeah, 
I just don't see a dragon flapping its wings that fast, <laughs> which is what hover is meant for. <laughs> did good maneuverability always have the hover in it, or did they update that? Mm. Uh, uh, always in 3.5. Fenrith. Did he say he had to go do something? No. A while back he did. Maybe he's still not back. Okay. I thought he had turned since then, though. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Maybe we lost him. Did we lose you, Fenrith? Does your push to talk not work in Fenrith? Probably one of those little rock creatures came up and knocked him off a mountain in Breath, Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, he's probably cussing at the... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not that too crazy. And that's a buzzard. That's, that's a fairly large bird. <clears throat> but, yeah, it looks kind of desperate in the way that it's, it's yeah, flapping. it looks like it's using the... It's relying a bit on the... I don't know what, wind shear, is that what you call it? Mm. Yeah. All right. Fenrith delays his action to see what Graham's going to do. Graham, what do you do? Uh, okay, so I'm looking at these goblins. Can I see them on the other side of the council hall, or are we just hearing the, the ruckus? Yeah, you're just hearing it. Um, well, I guess then I want to move up so I can get a look at the situation. Okay. Yeah, so you can move up to where you can peek around the corner, the back corner of the council hall, and then you can see those ones by the well in that area, five through eight. Okay, and if I have any actions yet, then the, what I'm looking for is some hard cover to get behind mm -hmm. so I can start lobbing some fireballs at these groups of goblins. Yeah, there's plenty of it. I mean, you've got like the... Um, but I need to be within 70 feet. Yeah, which you are. I mean, okay. you've got the corner of the council hall you could be there's wagons uh, nearby do we have distance oh yeah okay yeah i'll just stick at that corner then and uh grab off one of those fireballs and chuck it okay at the group draw up a pointer are there any uh collateral damage targets i should be aware of so what's the radius 20 yeah um so if you're gonna fling that then you should also target uh, the other goblins as well. Okay. Um, no, it looks like you might be hitting. Okay, there you go. I just want to make sure I'm not um, not being a hero. No, Riven and Casimir are a little higher than that. Okay. Also the villagers. I mean, I know we don't really yeah, no, care about them that much. But... No, there's not in that radius. Okay. They've all, they've all ducked inside or gotten out of the area. Okay. So let me target them. All right, here comes the fireball. This is going to be the... Level six one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Reflex saves. Okay. And here's for the damage. Yeah, a lot of them. Got it. Well, three of them. Okay. Yeah, so you fling this uh, bead out there, and it explodes and fire envelops all of these goblins. And um, when that fire, when the fire dissipates, there are two blackened, crispy bodies laying on the ground. And um, that wraps it up for me. One and seven are dead. Okay. So, Fenrith, um, Graham stepped up around the corner of the council hall, and you saw him throw something and then heard a loud explosion and fire um, burst into the sky, and now it's your turn. All right. I will do a single move action. That's uh, 40 feet. I should still be hasted. Mm-hmm. And then let me get my spell list back up here. All right, I will use my. Well, let me see what the range is. How far away are they? 
Um, you know, twenty feet ish. Oh, okay. Um, you know, those three goblins to the right there. What is all around them? So they're next to the well, but basically, other than that, it's you know just flat ground. Wells can be rebuilt, Fenrith. Like you said, whales. Because I'll try not to get any of this in the well, um, but I'll use my last uh, flame strike from my ring. Okay. And uh, convert the fire to acid. Okay. You got to start doing cold or something. Well, I. It's a feat. So oh, I've got to. I'd have to take it. Um, uh, I'd have to take it again and take cold. As most things don't have resistance to acid, so... No, it, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That's just when I imagine coming out to the bubbly news of... He's going to take the uh, uh, the feet a second time and convert his positive energy on his healing to negative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead. I can't go ahead heal you guys. Do your casting. He doesn't need to do that. He has... Well, I guess he... he can't spontaneously cast the no that's just arm. the joke is that, <laughs> that okay. he now can't do your heal damage us. okay <laughs> well we've got a backup healer well he is our cleric graham graham <laughs> is our cleric uh, all right so you uh cast this flame strike and this uh green um pillar of acid appears from the sky and splashes down over these goblins and uh, when that dissipates, you can smell burning flesh and you hear a couple of sharp yelps. But there are uh, two goblins of that group who've been reduced to uh, a puddle of boiling, hissing liquid that vaguely resembles something that was a living creature at one point. Nice. Is it? Um, <laughs> sorry. Every time I uh, do something like that, I always uh, think of the uh, South Park episode, the homeless one. It was that guy's wife when they travel to the other town. No, I didn't see it. I always like to picture uh, RoboCop, uh, the, yeah. that one bad guy. That's basically what it is, yeah. <laughs> Help me. Uh, all right, so that's it for Fenrith, and that'll bring us to Rohan. Yeah, continue to... Okay, <clears throat> so Rohan... You've gained elevation and you're flying above this uh, brand new forest and you leave behind the section of it that you traveled through when you were gathering all the people. And far to the east, you can see the hills and then the dark swamp beyond it. Mm -hmm. And looking north, the direction you're going, um, off to your left is the angry mountain stretching high into the sky. Um, and then uh, trees. As far as you can see, uh, north, it looks from your vantage point like once the forest gets past the where the island used to end, then it spreads east and west as well as along, you know, as well as north. So uh, right now what you're looking at, I mean, it, it really it really does look like the whole rest of existence is a forest. Okay. And um so you're traveling in that direction towards where you saw them disappear. But, um, you know, the problem with the topography and the terrain is that the trees are so thick that you don't actually know exactly where they disappeared anymore. You can't make out one spot that's different from another. Um, there are some areas here and there as you travel over where 
they're thin enough that you can see down in there and you can see the ground here and there. And then, um, but by the end of this turn, you reach a point where you're looking through the trees and you, uh, um, they just give way suddenly for about a mile and you're looking down into a, uh, a canyon at the bottom of which is a river that, uh, flows west towards the mountain mm-hmm. where there used to be a river. You guys traveled over way back in the early days. And if you're, your judge of the topography and the geography is correct, this, river you're looking at now is a continuation of that river that used to end, but now it looks like it's opened up again. But that's what you see on this turn. You're not seeing any, um, like the boats or anything. They were, they, they would have disappeared far ahead of this. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to continue scouting. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you continue on and, um, that'll bring us back to these remaining goblins. Um, so this one, uh, this one, uh, by the well, this one that's left, he's like, all, all of his flesh is melted and blackened from the fire and the acid. And he can like, you can see he's raising this rifle, but the, you know, his forward hand is nothing but a stump and he can't keep it level, but, um, he's still going to take a shot at, uh, the bird up in the sky there. Top of his head. Skin is fused with his shoulder yeah. skin, so he's always just pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but he'll take a shot and he hits and he'll do 16 damage to Riven or Bird. And oh, yeah. then, um, so this other one over here, he's standing out front of the blacksmith shop and uh, he wheels around and he's gonna take a shot at uh, Fenrith there. He's gonna do two shots at Fenrith. Yeah, Riven's getting like death by a thousand cuts execution style here. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's the wrong attack. Two shots at. Uh... I was gonna say that that seems incredible that he rolled that low when I've been seeing forties and fifties. Yeah, I rolled his bayonet attack. Oh, okay. mm. <laughs> he could he could definitely come try. We need and to hit their me. ammo stores mm-hmm. or their gunpowder. <laughs> We need to destroy all that stuff. All right, that would so be fun. Two shots hit you. Which game was it where you... Oh, it was, I think it was Milk Your Solid 3, right? Where you or 11 and their... 7, respectively. And then this uh, goblin um, will take a shot at Riven. Two shots at Riven, sorry. All right. And those hits for 5 damage and 14. And then uh, that'll bring us to Casimir. All right. Uh... I will cast another magic missile at, uh, we'll go with that goblin. Uh, where's my, there it is. Did it not want to roll? All right. Uh, here's the percentile. Come on. There we go. All right. So I'm good on that. So I think the damage isn't in that one. So let's, there's the damage. And then Riven will move. Can she move over that way to him? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so you did magic missile, mm-hmm. and you get three dice. I should get the maximum for my level. I don't yeah. know why it does that. I think it's probably how they uh, figured the uh, the level thing on it. Yeah, my wand was working that way too. Yeah, I just I think it's something's wrong because you did three d four plus one. I think it should have been 
I think each D4 gets a plus one. Yeah. Yeah. So that kills that one. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so that... Um, find my magic missile one. Yeah, that kills that one. And is that a wand you used or your No, your I'm using spell spells. List? Okay, let me look at that and see why. But anyway, you wanted to move Riven over here? Yeah, to uh, attack the last one. Yeah, no problem. Let's have her target him. Uh, come on. There we go. All right, so that's a hit. So roll damage there, 19 damage, and then do the grapple, see if you get a one. Okay, right. you're successful there, so you've snatched up this goblin. Oh, and uh, she'll begin hovering in that spot. Okay. Uh, and that's my turn. All right, that'll bring us to Graham. Um, we don't have much alive up there. You can take a shot at Riven. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll try to move up and... Uh, stay hidden. Try to sneak attack that goblin. What kind of range do we got? 25? Okay, so do we still have... Uh, is it just right below you that the concealment is occurring? Uh, it's at the beginning of her turn. Oh, it's when it not will going start. on right now? Yeah. Is there any way to remain uh, behind cover as I make my approach up there or concealment, Brandon? You're technically tacking into a grapple. It doesn't have... Oh, decks you, against oh, okay. you. Yeah, it's snatched up in the talon. Of oh, she, well. I mean, you can stay hidden if never you mind. want. Never mind. I, I thought it was the other one that I thought was alive for a moment. So instead, I'll, uh, I'll just try to look around for more threats and take total defense. So I'll do some spotting, I guess. And be wary at all times. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, Casimir, I fixed your magic missile. Okay. So you should do 3d4 plus 3. All right. Force damage with that. You might have to re-prepare it, though, because I had to delete it. Mm, so. Okay. All right. So, Graham, you're moving up, and um, what did you want to do? You just want to get there? No. I'm looking around and taking total defense, looking for more enemies. Yeah, okay. So, at this point... I'll ask Fenrith if he sees anything where he's at. Um. At this point, you see the one that's been snatched up by Riven and then the melted one that's still somehow standing over by the well. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to go any closer to him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be my, all my actions. All right, Fenrith. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dude has a single hit point left. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, I mean, just cast it. I mean, even if he gets his save, he's still dead. So, yeah, so that kills him. Yeah, so this little pillar, of, or this little ring of fire bursts up around him, and uh, he he falls dead with a gurgle as he uh, falls to the ground and starts smoking. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Okay, and then uh, uh, Rohan, back to you. So now you've reached, <clears throat> you've reached the line uh, where the island would have used to end we'll say, and roll your spot for you and for Tempest. Okay. There's mine. And there's the map. I have to reopen the map to be able to see Tempest. Oh, I'll roll it then. Just get that done. Let's see. Okay. You guys both rolled the same. All right. So you've reached that point, and then, um, you know, Tempest, she, uh, you know, raises her head and ruffles some feathers the way you guys communicate. But you see it at the same time. Looking down into the trees, you spot um, the uh, 
one of the lifeboats mm-hmm. on the ground. Looks to be in good shape. Uh, one of them you spot um, in the tree branches. And then um, down on the ground, you can spot red, multiple red uh, shapes because they were wearing the red coats, you know. Okay. You see them down there. <clears throat> uh, you're not able to see like anything beyond the fact that they're, that they're there. You can't see what they're doing or how many. Just You see like five or six red flashes in the trees. Um, yeah, that was all I was really looking for was to see where they landed so that we had a place of origin for where start hunting them from okay so yeah i'll climb up a little bit higher and head back towards the village okay but as i like make the circle i'll keep an eye out for any other of the lifeboats that landed Mm -hmm. all right so as you make that circle um you you know looking in that general area you see the tops of some trees um shake a bit and then like two of them fall over. And then you also see a bright red flash coming from down within the trees. Uh, you don't hear any sounds, but you see a bright red flash and a couple of massive trees um, get toppled over. Okay. Uh, but that's what you see. All right. And then um, this goblin will try to break out of the uh, grapple. And is not successful. And that'll bring us to Casimir and Riven. And that it has one hit point left. So do the squeeze. Oh, max <laughs> damage. <laughs> nice. That goblin is dead. All right. Um, Riven will let go of him. And uh, let's see where, what's it look like? Uh, she'll try to find a place to land. After she squeezed them out like a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> where, where do you think the... Like over here? No, um, like um, if she wants to land, it's going to have to be in this area here. Uh, Nowhere else in the village is suitable. I was going to land south of the uh, hall or on the village green. Yeah, you could do that. All right. So, that. Yeah, village green. Okay. Okay. And uh, that's the end of my turn. Yeah. All right. So... Um, you guys stand around, and all of the enemies are dead, and people start peeking out now um, of their homes and the places that they duck to. Some people, you know, one woman near Graham crawls out from under a wagon, dusting herself off, and um, you hear a loud cursing, which is notable because generally um, people of Cradle, they don't curse in public, and certainly not loudly. But a feminine voice is cursing uh, really loudly, and you hear some more crashing and clanking from inside the blacksmith shop, and then a goblin corpse comes sailing out of the uh, door, and the blacksmith steps out, and she looks like she looks angry enough to chew rocks, <laughs> and uh, she steps back and pays no mind to anything except for the she steps back far enough to survey the damage uh, uh, on her roof which has half of a lifeboat sticking out of it and you, so she's sitting there cussing to herself about it um, but the mayor steps out of the council hall and uh, she immediately starts going to all the other villagers and checking if everybody's okay but that's the end of combat round so what would you guys like to do Probably do some healing first up for those who need it. Yeah, I'll uh, call out 
that Riven needs healing, and then I need to go after Rohan. He went after some lifeboats. String together a 10-hit combo on Riven here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start doing it. If we break this wand today. And I'll also do a situation report to uh, Fenrith and Graham saying that uh, uh, two, I believe it was two airships, uh, I don't quite know if I saw the second one explode, but they sunk off the coast and uh, some constructs that were serpent-like or eel-like uh, went into the water, hmm. into the deepest depths before they disappeared. Uh, and then Rohan went after several or a couple uh, lifeboats that went sailing out out over the uh, forest. Oh, maybe we should uh, definitely think we should scavenge whatever we can from those, but uh, also think we should go after Rohan. Yeah, that's what I plan to do as soon as Graham's done bipping Riven here. All right, as I'm going to go, I'll go uh, get... Oh, I'm uh, done for the day. I should be back by the time... He finishes so, bipping. I'll okay. have to pass Riven. the wand off to yeah. to you. <laughs> As I can I can finish you out if you want. But that was only f- uh five or six rounds, I forget now. Yeah. I think that's good enough. Fifty three. I'll risk it. So um yeah, I'll have uh Riven start uh, flying off the direction Rohan went. Yeah. Let's go saddle up, Graham. Yeah. Okay. I only flew north the yeah. same number of rounds that you guys were in combat, okay. so yeah, it's I mean, like five or six rounds. Right. As soon as as soon as Riven gets up to you know altitude, she can see Tempest. How far away he is approaching? Four charges. Right. Yeah, and so you've healed Riven a bit. Okay, and then uh, Fenrith, you said you're gonna go mount. You're gonna go get on your rock. As am I. Okay. All right. So um, you know the, the mayor comes up and she's like, "What? What are we gonna do? Most likely die." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rohan. <laughs> Distant, disembodied Rohan. <laughs> it's like you're right next to us. Yeah. These uh, threats are to be believed. It's like that time that we charged off and attacked the giants, stirred up the hornet's nest. Yeah. Uh, we're under attack. We're going to go take the fight to this dragon emperor. Or not dragon emperor, but the emperor LeBlanc or whatever these things were announcing him as. Okay. So, um, yeah. So she's like, well, uh, be careful. And then, um, Graham and Fenrith, you guys run off to go get your rocks. And then about this time, Rohan makes it back. And, um, Rohan, you can see, uh, Riven from quite a ways away over the village. Okay. Um, so yeah. Then, um, back at the home of the heroes, you guys start the process of getting, um, Jire and, uh, you know, Fainor, Fainor, uh, saddled up. Yeah. I'll fly back to where the stables are and see if, and land and see if Fenrith will heal <laughs> Tempest because Tempest is pretty, looks like a deep feathered chicken. Yeah. Tempest has taken there, yeah. quite a bit of damage. Yeah. yeah. You want me to, yeah. Do you want to pass the wand off? Yeah. Cause in case I need these other spells at least. Yeah. I thought you were done for the day, though. Oh, yeah, I can't he is. Uh, do it. I just wanted oh. to know if you wanted me to use the macro. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you, if you want to, if you or if you could, yeah, yeah. that would help. Now, I have that spell on my druid spell list. Can I use that wand? I believe so, yeah. Shouldn't and, be able to. 
So as I'm sitting there bipping, as uh, Ro- <laughs> Rohan comes up, give me that, I'm going to use it, and starts bashing the bird even more. One more? Yeah. So that's one, two, three, four. Seven, I, I think. Seven. seven. I guess what I'll do is, having seen Tempest fly back overhead, I'll head back to where the uh, the the shoreline where okay. the crashes happened and see if make sure that nothing has really changed there and the, be able to also point out where the uh, constructs went down to these guys. We should probably try and recharge this wand before we go anywhere. Well, we got 20 charges left on it. As long as we don't heal the rocks again, it should last for a few combats. I think a full, you know, uh, or Fenrith would just have to prepare differently, maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, before we like head out yeah. from... From the town. Yeah. Risk a... Uh, Another flaming horse. Nuclear holocaust. A gnomish I'll nuclear holocaust. I'll pump my holocaust. fist in the air. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so... Let's do it. Casimir, you go fly and look at the coastline. Yeah. Back where the uh, constructs disappeared into the depths. Yeah. So you get over that area. Well, I mean, before you even get to that area where you can... When you can see the beach, you see um, multiple figures uh, along the beach coming from the east, um, slipping into the water. Okay. <laughs> um, you're not sure where they came from, but they're um, slipping in the water. And you can see that it's um, some of the bigger constructs, but mostly um, human and goblin-sized. But they're slipping into the water. And as you get closer to that area where um, where it drops down into the depths, you can you can see them swimming down that direction. You're not sure what they're swimming towards, but um, they are purposely heading in that direction. And uh, you, let's see, do a spot check, and I'll do the... Why do I get the eerie feeling that there's a voice saying, build additional pylons, and that this is (laughs) going to be a teleport point? (laughs) Building a freaking forward operating base. So, you, um, you don't, I mean, that's... The, that's what you see. Yeah. But Riven um, says that she sees, uh, you know, uh, more more of them deeper down deeper and continuing to go deeper. So, but she, even she can't see what where, what their destination is down there. Yeah, I guess I'll just uh, circle this area because uh, I expect they're going to be taking flight here. So I'll point it out to them when they get up in the air. My, my companions, not the goblins that are swimming down. Okay. I don't want to help them out. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're going to stay up in the air and wait for them to join you? Yeah. Um, fairly high up. I'll start her climbing, uh, hopefully out of what I think might be gunshot range, but that will probably not be actually out of their range increment. Just okay. you know, like high for a bow or something like that is what I'd figure. Okay. All right, so Graham, Fenrith, you guys are saddling up your rocks, and then Mudsway, he approaches, and he asks if he can help, if he can come with you, or you know, what, what he can do to help, because uh, he's as good as dead I- anyway, so his only shot is to uh, um, fight against these forces here on, the island, on your island. I'd suggest him joining the militia and helping train them to fight these things. Because we're not going to be able to be everywhere. Well, where are you guys going? 
I don't know that it's fully been determined yet, but it seems like we're going to wage war on an empire. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> where right now? We like, don't really figure those things out ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, actually been coming back to tell them <laughs> where the enemy had landed. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he doesn't. Yeah. So he's just w- wondering what, what your guys' plan is. He says that, um, you know, he, I saw the lifeboats uh, going inland, but uh, those ones that dropped into the water, I mean, they have underwater vehicles. So I can't say for sure that they have one here, but the fact that they dropped in the water doesn't necessarily mean that they're dead and certainly not for the constructs. So I'm worried that an attack might just come from the ocean as soon as you guys leave. Sounds like a villager problem. <laughs> well, I, I'll stay here and I'll find the Zeus and I'll, I'll help the militia and we'll do what we can. But um, just thought you guys should know they have, they have vehicles that travel under the water. Oh, and, and he also says that that uh, airship that crashed, the, the one you guys fought, that those, those are like, that's a scout. Mm. <laughs> it's a but, scout yeah, ship. The they never, one. you know, they're never going to be, that's never all there is, a ship like that. There's got to be a, a... Is there? Are there any weapons that we could possibly scavenge off of there that would be more effective against these constructs? Well, Riven squished several <laughs> enemies that had those firearms. Well, I don't know what weapons would be effective against effective against them. Are these these things that these goblins have been using effective against them? Do you know? Oh, I doubt I, it. is he? Are you trying to determine like an in-universe reason we would know adamantian, or do we already know that? So I, I thought somebody witnessed their I, weapon. I doing know better. that my weapon hurts yeah. constructs. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I know that mine does not affect them. And we recognize that they were made of adamantine. Well, these um, he says that uh, the the stories, not that I've seen it firsthand, but the stories say that those weapons that the goblins are using. And the humans, those rifles won't work for anybody but who they're made for. I don't know if that's true or not. Genetic ID. Uh, pretty <laughs> easy to test. Does, of course, uh, send they're... one of the, your children to go get. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, grab one and, Casimir's and, uh, brothers. Test it. Yeah. I'd rather or, send my uh, father. Graham's, Graham's <laughs> sisters, either one. Want to go shooting, Dad? <laughs> go shoot. Even though he doesn't dead. seem to be drunk right now. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Graham, Fenrith, and you're in the air, right, Ron? Are you landed to get healed? Yeah, right. but I would have taken off with them. Okay, so you're up with Casimir? Uh, with Graham and Fenrith. I don't think we took off yet. Oh, then... It was only uh, yeah. Casimir that went up. Okay, then yeah, I'd still be on the ground. All right, then you three roll a spot check. Now... <laughs> I have to find spot, then I have to find my tower. It's weird, it wouldn't let me uh, grab it the first time. Okay, so you guys are standing around talking with Mudsway, and um, some something catches your attention, and you look back to the house. Um, all three of you happen to see it. You look up at the house from where you're standing. Um, the windows on the second floor would be in that storeroom where, where the gnome thing mm-hmm. is and then there's some books and different stuff in there but um you you spot 
movement in one of those windows up there. And as you look up, you know, the there's a flutter of the curtains, but you catch uh, an old uh, an old man with uh, silver hair and beard uh, dip out of sight behind the curtain. Let's go kill him. Just have the Lay rock fitting. just... Which is not somebody <laughs> that... Intruded into our home. Generally would be in your house. Let's, uh, let's set fire to it and we'll smoke him out. <laughs> this is a siege. <laughs> As, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if I see that, I'm going to start running towards the house. And I'll call back that uh, we need to take this one alive. Okay. You guys going to follow him? Yep. I'll stay out here. Let's see how this unfolds. What happened in the hero house to you, Fenrith? All right. Um, <laughs> Graham and Fenrith, you burst into the house. Um, Fulwin is in the kitchen, and he drops some dishes, uh, startled by the suddenness of your entrance. <laughs> but you pay him no mind. You dart upstairs, and right up the stairs is the open doorway into that storeroom. And uh, you go in there, and there's, uh, you know, this room has always been a little bit messy, but you know, it's got a big carpet, a uh, nice carpet on which that pedestal sits. And then there's some shelves and tables and chairs and things like that. A few books or whatever. And seated in one of the chairs is an old man. He's a big guy. Um, he has an elvish appearance to him, but he's, you know, more solid, more broad. And he's got uh, long silver hair and beard and uh, even a silver sheen to his eyes. You recognize him. Right, from that cave, right? Right away, yeah. Uh, on the little table next to that chair, he's cleared off whatever was on there, and there's a, a lantern sitting on it. That, um, As you look closer, you realize it's actually a, a bird cage, um, giving off some light with little birds flying inside of it. And he's sitting in the chair, and he's like, um, no need to hurry on my account. Yeah, I but, guess I'll just be like, ah, it's you. Uh, for some reason, I don't remember this person. I don't know that you saw him. I was be you guys were passed out, and I was dragging you in. I'm pretty sure we saw him because I think he's the one that got us out of the yeah. uh, crucible. You recognize him because yeah. he led all of you through a portal that ended with you falling from the sky. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, <laughs> it's this <that> guy. guy. <laughs> was, uh, what are you doing here? That's right. Uh, so anyway, he says to Fenrith and Graham, he says, "I've." Uh, I've I've come to counsel you, not to be so hasty. There is a change on the winds, and things are going to get very dangerous for you and your people. It already um, has, and I'll look towards Graham. So he he kind of like looks towards the window, and he says, uh, "You've of a, you and your companions are of a mind to chase off after these invaders." And of course you should, but please call your other friends in and let me speak with you. The invaders will still be there tomorrow. I have many things I would say. I want to kill them now. As, do, do the windows to this room open? Um, no. I mean, they have curtains, okay. but they don't open. I'll, uh, I'll go down, go back down to the door then and uh, call to uh, Rohan to... To uh, I'll fire an arrow at him. Go, go, <laughs> or ask him to to go get uh, Casimir and come back. Is uh, order acknowledged? <laughs> yeah, they're the 
we have a guest that would can counsel us on our next course of action. I'll just kind of shrug and go get on Tempest and head off. Yes, I hate He just guess. flies up to the light tower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nah. <laughs> I don't know what this other person has to do with me, so yeah, I'll I'll get on Tempest and fly up to go retrieve Casimir. Uh, okay. So we got the reluctant hero. All right, so Casimir Rohan approaches, and he's saying there's someone we've got to talk to back at the house. All right. Yeah, I'll kind of give one last look at the uh, ocean depth where they're all going into and then follow Rohan or start heading back towards the house of the heroes. Okay. All right, so uh, eventually you you know all get landed, and you uh, make your way up into that room where the old man is seated on that chair there, and, um, you know, he thanks you for taking the time to speak with him and says that he's got important things to tell you that you must know before you decide what to do next. And so he beckons you to, you know, seat yourselves, get comfortable. And then he leans forward and begins to uh, speak. And that's where we'll have to stop for today. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Here next thank week. you. Mm -hmm. It's always yeah. a good time if I get to throw a fireball. Yes. 10 out of 10 fireballs. Mm. Yeah, we're going to have to get moving pretty This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.